Welcome to the Simple Minds Podcast, where we look to empower and encourage real conversations amongst men everywhere by unpacking topics on self-growth, philosophy, and business. This is Justin Bourne here, and I'll be your host for this week's episode, where we'll be discussing uh, building self-esteem around, well, not building self-esteem around achievement and intellect, um, and why that won't enable you to love yourself. So, we've got a full house today. I am joined by Travis. Yep. Matt. Hannah. Hi. Jacob. Howdy. Conrad. Yep. And Michael Duncan. So. So, that's my did you line. Just steal that? I did. I did. Uh, so, I have the drink today. I have brought a Japanese gin. So, over Christmas uh, this year, last uh, this year, uh, we <laughs> went to Japan for a couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, well, a bit of both. 18, so, it was there 19. Christmas and New Year's. Um, and uh, we went to this really cool whiskey bar in Kyoto. Um, it was this like really random joint uh, kind of up an elevator in this kind of like office building thing. It was really bizarre. We found it on Google. And um, they had like four and a half thousand whiskeys there to pick from, like as something crazy. And so- And you walked out with gin. And we walked out with gin. <laughs> I was getting there. The one gin. <laughs> Jumped on the punchlines. Um, well, see, my wife doesn't really drink whiskey, so she picked something else from the menu, and um, there was a, a kind of a, a gin with a infused with green tea. Um, we couldn't buy it from there because it was just a bar, so we had to find out where we could buy this. We bought this from uh, Singapore um, because it was really beautiful when we tried it. So it's um, called the Kyoto Distillery um, Japanese gin. It's called Kino Tea. Um, and it's essentially green tea infused uh, gin. Wow. So I brought a few gins onto the podcast. Um, so I thought, why not? Um, so we'll give it a give it a crack. Are we gonna cheers. Cheers. Very cheers. subtle. <laughs> cheers. Cheers. It's actually quite sweet. Um, nice. Which is, you don't really need kind of like any lemon or cucumber to, to go with it. Teeth, yeah. That <laughs> no, was in there already. It's probably our to dirty glasses. <laughs> with what's left of our glasses anyway. So, um, yeah, what do you think? Lovely. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Goes what's, down it, what's, that, what's that cost a bottle? Uh, two grand. Yeah, two yeah. grand. I don't know, we had to buy it from Singapore. I think it was like 60, 60 70 bucks um, for, for a bottle. So it's not That's not, bad. Not, not bad, not not outrageous. Um, but you can't get it in Australia. You have to... It's sweeter. Yeah. Yeah, something. Yeah, it's something. It's not a, to me, it's more sweet than botanical. Yeah. So anyway, that's why we got it. It's good. Um, so today I want to be talking about self-esteem. Um, and... <coughs> Why this comes up is this has probably been rocky peak and valleying over the last few months, um, my kind of self-esteem. And I think this is a, an interesting topic because over the last few years, uh, I think my self-esteem has improved a lot. Uh, it, used, it was really low at one point, particularly in my early 20s coming out of um, high school and, and stuff like that. And I was really curious 
also around kind of self-esteem in in males and and females as well given some of the the conversations that we are looking to have on on this podcast and kind of while this is all happening this is kind of funny um considering last uh last episode i was listening to some self-help uh podcasts and i managed to get in a little bit of maybe impact theory indirectly into the show i just vomited in my mouth just then. <laughs> like tom billy is a fucking legend <laughs> yeah so indirectly, um, so I've, there's a favorite podcast of mine called The Diary of a CEO by Steve Bartlett. Steve Bartlett is um, an entrepreneur. He's like 25 out of uh, the UK. He's built a massive social media business similar to like uh, Gary Vee in some regards. And he does this really cool podcast. So definitely check it out. A lot of his podcasts are him just under his basement talking his thoughts and where he's at. And, and then he also brings on other people to interview. So listening to the one he was. Was he, was he the original Wimpy Kid? Maybe. Who's that, mate? I don't know. Diary of anyway, um, so he's interviewing. What, what decade are we talking about? Here? So he's interviewing Tom Billu uh, from Impact Theory, and um, it's a really great podcast. And you can tell Bartlett is actually really like in awe in the in the conversation. Like he is really fangirling um, a bit, which is rare if you listen to to Bartlett's episodes. But what was what's happened with me over the last kind of few months? Tom made this like really interesting um, statement that one of the biggest things that changed for him through his growth as starting out a business, he was wrapping his self-esteem around achievement and being the smartest in the room. And so he would surround himself with essentially dumb people to make him feel good about himself because he always strived on being the smartest, um, you know, kind of doing the best and, and all these type of things. But the entrepreneurs that he, the co-founders so quick Tom built uh, Quest Nutrition which is now massive uh, I don't know what it's worth worth I don't know value of like a billion or something um, he sold out of it so him and two co-founders uh, built that business and the two co-founders scared him because they were smarter than him, which he knew. So he didn't really take the leap. And he said the moment for him was actually when he switched um, his self-esteem from achievement and intellect to being a learner and failing. Um, and that really struck a chord with me because the last few months over January and December were really tough in my business. Um, and. I had a few challenges around uh, cash flow and a lot of the self-talk for me when that was happening was like, I'm a failure. Um, I had to um, unfortunately uh, let a couple people go in the business and these type of things. And my what I realized now upon reflection and listening to that, that really helped a lot, is that my self-talk was like, I've failed, I'm a failure. Um, and then, uh, you know, there was this thing of, which I realized I was wrapping my, and I still do, wrap my self-esteem around achievement and um, being smart. Um, because I think that's where a lot of my self-esteem has improved over the last few years is through some of the successes of building a business. And building a business, I think, is a great way to improve your self-esteem. Um, in many areas but then that also so that acknowledgement was interesting and then I was like well we talk a lot about self-love and 
you know, like I was curious of what's the relationship or difference between self-love and self-esteem. Um, and so I've got a little bit of um, kind of a couple definitions that I found and I thought we should start with these um, uh, as a reference point. Um, but self self-love is regard for one's own well-being and happiness that's the the dictionary uh definition um whereas self-esteem is more the way that um, people think about themselves and how worthwhile they feel um psycho psychologists use the word self-esteem to describe whether someone likes themselves or not someone with low self-esteem uh think that they are bad at things and worthless um and so to me and through though i found another blog that did it really well it described that self-esteem is a value uh, an evaluation and acceptance um, and acceptance as an attitude um, whereas mm. self-love is is accepting you as a whole and loving every element so like self-esteem is kind of uh, how you feel about you know yourself in, and what's interesting is self-esteem you can have high self-esteem in certain areas of your life and low self-esteem in other areas of your life. But self-love, you just love yourself as a whole, regardless of the bad and the good, um, is a kind of very simplistic way of, of, of putting it. And if anyone else kind of wants to disagree with me there, um, feel free. But they were kind of the, the two elements because what was challenged over the last few months was my self-love because I thought my self-esteem was good, but then I'm like, I'm a failure. I hate myself in this area and that area. Well, hate's a strong word, I never use that. I dislike it. I f you feel like I've let everyone down and that's not self-love. Um, that is quite the, the opposite of uh, self-love. So it got me thinking, I still wrap my self-esteem around achievement and intellect a lot. I've always uh, been proud of, uh, I guess, my intellect and being able to achieve things and I need to make a shift on that and wrap my self-esteem around something else if I want to uh, attain full self-love and full uh, kind of uh, go to the next level and I think there's an element of uh, self-honesty and self-acceptance that needs to take place um, but I really liked how Tom Bilyeu said for the turning point for him was actually wrapping his self-esteem around uh, being a learner and uh, uh, you know being the dumbest in the room um, and that was super fascinating to me so your, your purpose has been challenged sorry your purpose has been challenged yes and and and, the, and that to me is where where you have to start with what what do you believe you're on this planet to do? Mm. And I think through some of the experiences I've had of late, which has all been intertwined, that's been getting clearer and clearer. And I guess that's that self discovery journey uh, piece, which you know, going off last week's episode, this one sentence struck out in that whole uh, <laughs> like episode, like crazy and really struck a chord um, with me but you're 100% right so it's challenging purpose what you're doing but I think 
a lot of men struggle with self-esteem as well. But the funny thing was when I Googled it is that men naturally have higher levels of self-esteem um, than, than women. Because their purpose is generally to provide for their families. Um, which was interesting. So it's connected directly direct, with direct correlation. Yeah. yeah. Which, is, which, which fundamentally is now being challenged. Yeah. But yeah. actually self-esteem within this, this sort of psychological Realm, there's questions about if it even really exists because it is just a word, isn't it? Self esteem, and there's actually arguments about what it's a feeling define it. Yeah, exactly. It's very hard to define. Yeah, so self esteem is directly attached to self worth, which is directly attached to self love. Well, esteem, the actual, if we take the self out of it just now, esteem as a definition is respect and admiration of self. Yeah, yeah, so it's it's, it's a feeling of self. Yeah, so it's feeling as opposed to, uh, well, again, a perception and an attitude versus like full loving which was to me the the difference so I guess what I want to know is um, and I'm just going to open up to the floor has anyone how would you rate your self-esteem and have you challenged have you been through periods of low self-esteem just quickly I'll just run off uh, what is eight signs of low self-esteem eight steps Um, low self-esteem is is shame so shame of one or main symptom uh, pessimism um, blame lack of boundaries putting others down social withdrawal and there can be physical symptoms uh, as well sore throat sore throat Um, so has anyone been through struggles of self-esteem have you been in low points have you improved it how would you rate your self-esteem at the moment Um, as you said it's a hard one isn't it because it it affects different one to five one to ten right because you said at the beginning self-esteem is broken up into different areas of your life obviously and you can have low and high self-esteem at the same time depending on what it is you're you're doing so so is anyone self-harmed in this room no no so that would be probably the lowest point right you'd, you'd think so without taking your life well yeah I suppose taking the life would be the I suppose the ultimate yeah. lowest lowest, lowest so, so my definition of the one would be a self-harmer yep right I've self-harmed yep so I have been there I was 15, 16 years of age so I have been there and where would my self where, where would my esteem level be right now I, I think I'm near an 8, 9 or a 10 yep I think because be, I think self-esteem is a step towards self-love. Like self-esteem to me, the way acceptance of self, yeah, is like a, a progress towards self-love. I, I, I think it's a byproduct, man. You think it's so, a byproduct? So to, me, so, so, so to me, in my learning, self-love is the absolute cornerstone. Because you can have progress. you can have high self-esteem and not have full self-love. No, that's that's arrogance. Okay, that's a front as well. Yeah, as yeah, well. yeah, yeah. Well, that's it's where smoke that's, that's for that, start, right? And that's yeah. where ego can also uh, so mask self-esteem so as well. So, if you look at the definition of esteem, then that's that to me is bullshit because I don't believe you can have self-esteem without actually having the back backbone to it. And self-esteem comes from what we talked about before: actions. You know, you do good things, your self-esteem rises up. Um, you're you're. So it's true, really true. Yes. By, by, you by wanting to do, do good things, yeah. not to receive from the act of a good thing. Definitely. Because yeah. yeah, yeah. by doing, you create confidence, which is why, like, for example, building the business for me uh, really improved my self-esteem because you start to get confidence in your own abilities and yourself. Because self-esteem is confidence in your own abilities, oh, we, in we, self. We, we talked about in, your business, doing right? things, yeah. Is, is so if you're doing this for you or for other people? Yes, but... 
it, when I, where I started, my self-esteem was extremely low. So it was a byproduct of doing these things improved my self-esteem because you build confidence in in like who you are, uh, your abilities, all that stuff. But you should never be externalized, right? So your, your, your self-esteem should never be defined by the success of your business. No, that's the whole point of what I'm saying. But yeah. it was. Yeah. But it was. So now, yeah. now he's going through the change. So, that's so, so the if change, you make yeah. it, this is what we, said, we, we talked about the other day, is if you make it about other people yes. and truly give, and that's what Tom Bilyeu talked about, and that was the key turning point. So that's the, the transition process that's going through. And I guess, does anyone still wrap their self-esteem in if they're willing to admit achievement and intellect? Or have they gotten to a level where self-esteem can be uh, through you know, others and serving? And, and well, pers- what, personally, what? mine is for the success of my business partner, my staff, my clients, and my community. That's, that's what I, I derive success from. If they're not happy, if they're not successful, if they're not feeling like they can do what they do, then I haven't achieved what I want to achieve. Does that impact your self-worth? Of course it does. Okay, cool. Anyone else want to contribute? Yeah, I think for me personally, I think my self-esteem is still heavily built around providing for family, for creating a, a certain lifestyle for for Ainsley and Henry and myself um, and for my employees as well. However, at the moment with a business that is having, is continually having cash flow problems, um, I find it hard to detach the fact that the business is at times struggling and not paying me a salary and that's impacting my personal. So I know that my personal identity and my business identity are two separate things however because my personal i guess finance especially is a direct correlation or direct they're not separate you see it separate which is half the problem yeah they're not separate as well what are you defining as like to defining for your family life what is that good family life that you're going to this is law of attraction michael this is exactly where we're at you're in this moment so i see you're in this moment to make some defining decisions all right I believe you've attracted this situation to allow you to make the next step. And what you're, you're saying is, okay, we'll revisit why you believe you're here. Well, yeah. it's, it's, it's really self, a lot of it's worth. Yeah. So again, That's exactly, yeah. and then we attach it to dollars, that, but it's not. It's yeah. not a dollar thing. The dollars is an absolute, you know, Because I guess, Jacob, like, do you feel like shit when the money is not there because you're, you feel like you should be providing, right? Yeah. But yeah. if you're taking the action. So to me, that, that's where low self-esteem kicks in. Yeah, but you're allowing it to be defined with dollars. But my question comes back to, have you done everything that you know you should do? And the answer would be no. No. And that's where the admiration yeah. and respect of yourself comes That's in. exactly yeah. right. So if you've allowed yourself to not do the action, you know why, why the fuck yeah. would you define yourself by the outcome? Yeah. That's just, that, yeah. that's flocking yourself with the cat of nine tails. So I suppose you're saying it's knowing that you've really tried and focused and... Try and fail, learn and grow. Yeah, and I think this is really interesting because a lot of us um, will tie our worth to outcomes. Yeah, wrong. Um, External. And and actually blame. Yeah, and we blame. And one of the videos uh, that explains self-esteem was that one of the things, what a very common thing is how we reference our point to our parents as well. So if we feel like we're doing better than our parents, we naturally have higher self-esteem. If the lowest bar you can set yourself. Yeah, and if your parents were high achievers and you're not, then you're naturally, like, you're gonna be fighting against the current of self-esteem. So, or if and, you've been yeah. told all your life but, that you're but, a lowest. Yeah. your parents or, low achievers? Or, or did they achieve or, to the best of their ability? Or, or love unconditionally. So if your parents loved you conditionally or unconditionally, it really impacts your <laughs> self-esteem. Um, and then your peers, 
peer group. So if you went to a, say, a, a high caliber school and you don't achieve as well, then, because it, it all comes back to worth um, as well. So I guess, Jacob, so we, would you, how would you rate your self-esteem at, at, the, at the moment, given um, that scale that Conrad just gave us? You're not self-harming, so you ain't down there. It's hard. I guess it would have to be an average figure because in some aspects, um, seven don't count. Be, be brutal, buddy. <laughs> seven don't, don't count. Seven don't just, count. Just, don't try and just just be brutal. Be on a scale of one to ten, where's your self your self esteem? In your family life, let's try and define it. No, 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 no. Just, just be. You, you are in life. You are in family. You are in life. You I are can, in business. It's you. So, yeah. Overall, yeah. I'd say it's six. It's yeah, okay. Because in some some aspects it's an eight or a nine and others it's probably more like a three four and i yeah. think overall it averages out and and when you when you want to segmentize it like that would you say that the ones where it's an eight or a nine versus ones where it's a three or a four what would be the differentiating factor um one aspect is that the i tell you, like i've had i feel like i've been successful or succeeded in the aspects that I, I rate highly. Whereas in the ones that I rate low as a three, four, I perceive that I've not achieved or I've not so achieved yet. Two to three or fours have a real impact on the eights and nines. Um, not necessarily. Then why would you average it? I guess to give you some context, the things that I, when I was young, um, going through my teens, I had issues with sort of, I guess, traditional male or even female self-esteem around appearance and relationships. Whereas now that I'm happily married, I'm in fairly good physical shape. That's something that I rate myself quite highly. And it's something I've overcome and now have no, no issues. And I feel like I have high I guess, physical and relationship-based self-esteem. However, in terms of, I guess, a financial or my perceived, I guess, success, and that's especially tied in with the business, that's something I just don't feel I've yet reached. So, <clears throat> a lot of the things you've talked about as the ones that you're happy with are all external. Yeah. Yeah, and so that's what I want to. I've got some a few things. We'll go. I'm going to go a little bit. Uh, Matt and uh, Hado have been a bit quiet. So just quickly, how would you rate your self esteem? How's it been over the years? And where would it, yeah, where is it now? Now, Matt, you go. Age before beauty. Uh, oh, you better go first. Uh, <laughs> no, look, I. Where is it at now? I would probably genuinely throw a seven out, but because of You're that, I'll, I'll, go with six. I'll, go, no, I'll go with six because I'll round it down. So I, I have at times had incredibly low self-esteem. I'll challenge um, you on that. Ooh. I don't, I don't think you I don't, I, having observed you and looking at your actions yeah. and having the conversations we've had, yeah. you're in the best place I've ever seen you. I am, but a few areas which I consider very important are, are areas that I'm not undertaking and doing the right habits. Yeah, so it's so, action stuff. So, but you're aware, which is man. why I'm, I'm, I'm scaling the like health and well-being a little higher than, than all the academic type and you know business mm -hmm. approach. So that's why I'll, I'll throw a six at it. Because but you know it, right? You I know, know it. it. Yeah. I know it. But those things are very important. Yeah. And so I'm like on the health and the physical, happen. you haven't accepted that this is okay, and so you still reference. No, that's I have. Well, the, the problem is I have accepted. I've said this is okay for now. Why I focus on that? And then for I'll come and fix this later. 
That's so why do you still allow that to impact your self-esteem then? Exactly. Because you made a choice, you can do it knowingly, so you should not impact your self-esteem. Because yeah, it's the awareness. Yeah. yeah, if you've truly accepted, it shouldn't impact self-esteem. Well, I don't truly accept it. Okay, fine. Yes, yeah, yeah, okay. So you're aware, but you have accepted, great. Yeah, okay. I, I've accepted that I know it's like, I have the awareness of it. I just haven't, um, I'm not happy with that. I'm not comfortable enough. And yeah, you don't I'm like it. We don't like it. No, I don't like it. Yeah. So, right. do you think there could, can be a positive with low self-esteem in its ability to make you realise that you need to fucking take action? Like, if you're aware of it, more. Yeah, exactly. Aware of it. But so it can be an empowering thing if you can feel. But everything is if if you if you know you have a choice, everything is. But there's yeah, a lot yeah, of people yeah. that don't even know they have a choice. Of course, I yeah. Know, I know. But it can be something that can, can bring you up. Yeah. Well, it has to be something that can bring. Yeah, you up. being fat can 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 be a very very great. You know, awakening curve if you realise you don't want to be fat and, and is there something like that's too much self-love too much self-esteem that narcissism kicks in I don't, is there, I, is there if, a, it, if it's the essence of, of self-love I don't believe there's ever too much it depends on humility right it's, like, a, it's you, a cut right you, it'll always flow over so you'll always have enough if you at that point yeah yeah, yeah alright come back um, hey nine nine I've always associated uh, I need to be a nine yeah I've always associated <laughs> um, I guess self-esteem with an external factor so I, I've always seen, um, for me personally, if I have low self-esteem, I'm, I'm looking externally too much. Um, so always I'm, someone that's doing the work. Yeah, always. Yeah, I've known you for a long time. Yeah. You're always looking to do the work. Yeah. I'm, I'm, um, yeah, I'm not a hundred percent. Yeah, that's why I'm not a ten. But um, you know, I, I get it right hopefully most of the time and that's the way I like to think of it and even if even if I was, was realistically an 8 I'd be saying myself a 9 because I want to be a 9 you know because uh, you got to have that self, self positive talk what's what's the secret for you obviously I mean there'd be a lot of peers and through the stuff that you've done that you would have seen low self esteem and if Conrad can echo that you've had it for a while what do you think has been the factor for you um it's an easy thing to say but hard thing to do and it's obviously not worrying about what other people think of you um, and that comes down to the, the work that you do you know if, if you're prepared to put in the work and you fail then it's okay you know you, you have no um, you're allowed to fail you know but if if you are going to look externally and not put the work in and not action the things that you want to do to achieve what you want to want to get or want to the achievements that you want to get to and the success, uh, then I believe that's going to affect your self-esteem. So your so your mindset has always been like, even if you fuck up or fail, you know that you did the work and that was enough. That makes you feel worthwhile and um, yeah. If I'm truthful to myself, if yeah. if it's I never been enough though. No, it's not. But you know, there there've been times <laughs> that I've failed and I've gone, you know what, I didn't do enough, and I come out next time. And I make sure I fucking do enough. You know, I make sure that I action it, that I I am there, I'm present, I execute so that... You, you've translated and, and you're the epitome of translating your hard work from um, elite athlete. You've been an elite athlete for a long time, all right, since you were a junior in, in pole vaulting. Yeah. All right. Your actions have been aligned to high levels of success and achievement from a very early age and you've just applied it to business. Yeah. Hundred percent. What about when you? I mean, you obviously do find yourself in a lower place every now and again, being a human. I mean, you you must get how self do you reflection. Pre- I was going to say, how do you you get out of that as quickly as you can? What's the the main self reflection? 
um, tying it back to gratitude and humility. Uh, my word for this year is gratitude, something probably I, I don't come back to enough um, on the achievements that I've had uh, or I've, I've done. So I always sort of um, put them on a lower level than they should be. Um, so I really want to get to that uh, next level of my self-reflection. I think I've, I've done it pretty well, but it always can get better. And so how, where in relate, so if self-love's, uh, sorry, self-esteem's really strong, where, what's your level of self-love? I think pretty high. Yeah. Too high, too high. Too yeah. high. Um, he's he's, he's anyway. overflowing. Narcissism. <laughs> yeah. no, no. He loves his nuts too much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, and I have dips. Don't yeah. get me wrong. You know, there, there's weeks, there's months that you sort of, you feel like shit. But there's... That's interesting. So you said there's actually months where you feel like shit. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. But yeah. that's all part of it, man. Yeah, right? of course. It's, it's, journey, it's yeah. knowing you're there yeah. and accepting yeah. you're there and not, not settling for why you're there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And using but, it to bring yeah, yourself but, even further down. But you know what? It's, it's sort of like... It's allowing yourself to enjoy those moments a little bit. I know that's a bit weird to say. No, 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 it's not. Uh, because you, you actually enjoy the highs even more and it makes you appreciate those sort of... Yeah, gives you context, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's sort of like it's weird. I, I, I know. I think Gary Vee does this, and I've been doing this for years, ever since I was a kid. Like I'd be driving, or I'd be somewhere, and and I'd like think to myself, "Oh, imagine if this person died." Yeah, and I'd go through all like the process and the emotions and stuff like that, and that just brings me straight back to that gratitude of that person that's in my life at that point in time. Yeah, you know, it's that's it's not saying do that with everything in your life, but that's that same process. Yeah. Did you have um like growing up? Uh, did you receive a lot of unconditional love or not necessarily? I, I had very little. Very little. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So I like personally, I I, I strive for love from my father. Uh, 100% because I never really got that. I got unconditional love you from my You get it the way you thought you got it, right? Absolutely. He I, gave it to you. Yeah, yeah. Because he, he gave it to me with a roof over the head providing, yeah. you know, the typical male, you know, sort of thing. My mum gave me unconditional love, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, the, the person that I really wanted it from, I, I didn't get it the way I wanted it. So Yeah. Because you look at like someone, I mean, Gary Vee's very vocal about that where he got so much self-esteem from his mum because of so much unconditional love. That's where it love. comes from. It does come from your mum. Yeah. Because your um, father's achieved an acknowledgement, your mother's all yeah. love and nurture. Yeah. But, you you know, I think something that's helped me in, in later in life is actually retouching that base with my father. And, and I was luckily enough when my mum and dad split up, I stayed at home with my dad and I've really made my relationship strong with my father. And I had some really great conversations about our childhood and about uh, the way sort of our, our relationship was. And I think that's really set up uh, me for who I am today as well, yeah. you know, in the last sort of 10 years. Yeah. That's no, we're looking crazy. forward to you being a dad, though, mate. Yeah, that'd be next level. Then we'll see what happens. Justin, <laughs> yeah, Tom, that's, that's next week. Tom Billu's idea that you're hanging around with losers—is um, that what's happening here? Like, Maybe. Is that, is that? Well, he he made a reference of like the, be, just, the best way to feel good about yourself is surrounding yourself with dumb people. Thanks. Like, <laughs> and it's true because no, I know what you mean. If you've got like, if you've got low self, like so. Obviously, ego is a big one, but I, want to, I won't go down the ego path. I just want to read this, pa- uh, this passage, which I found around self-love, which I think really, def- I feel defines it uh, really interesting. So, whereas self-esteem is an evaluation uh, and acceptance is an attitude, love combines both feeling and action. 
Uh, Contrary to what many believe, self-love is healthy. It's neither selfish nor self-indulgent and neither egotism or narcissism. Actually, egotists and narcissists don't love themselves at all. A big ego is is compensation for lack of self-love. Most people think too little of themselves, not too much, and often falling in love is merely a compensation for any inner emptiness, loneliness, and shame. So no wonder most relationships relationships fail, including the ones that stayed together. And to me, that was um, really powerful around uh, self-esteem versus self-love. Um, and because I, I think there is a step towards there. But I think if we're going to achieve self-love as men, I'm curious on the talk of self-esteem because already 50, quite a few of us in this room do value ourselves based on external uh, achievements. And I think men uh, obviously have higher self-esteem and, and are kind of more generally a little bit from some of the research I said, generally more ambitious. Um, you know, there's more of that, I guess, in positive masculinity. But how do we as men um, value ourselves rather than being achievers and providers and things like that. So if anyone wants to have a crack at how do we as men feel worth and acceptance without having to feel like we have to achieve and not tie our worth to achievement? You, then you've got to nurture. Like there's two flips of this coin, right? There's the father figure, the mother figure. The father figure is all achievement orientated and goal orientated. The mother figure is all nurture and love orientated. You know, the provider versus the um, protector. So if you want to flip that, that's where you've got to go, which means you've got to do it for other people. Can you be both? Of course you can. Everybody is. Yeah. Because the uh, women are starting to be both. Well, you do. You have a male and, a male and feminine side from a spiritual basis anyway. Yeah. It's what you, it's what you nurture that will become your predominant. And that doesn't mean that you're out of kilter, it just means that you're dominant. Now, if you want to flip that around and become more in, more in line with your feminine side, then that's a discipline you need to undertake. Discipline creates confidence, right? You've got a, you know, you've got a fair good rig, right? You do the work. You do the work, right? And that's what you value as an eight or a nine, okay? But you do yeah. the work, Jacob, yeah. all right? On the flip side, you've got a three or four, which is your business, get cash flow. Yeah. You don't do the work. You do a work, you don't do the work. The question becomes, what is the work in that space? Yeah. Something I made a note on here is sort of the, the element of expectation is that if your, if your performance or your, if you feel like you've ex- met or exceeded expectation in, in an area, it's something that you'll have higher self-esteem in, whether that be physical, whether that be achievement, whether that be gratitude for um, where you're at. If you fall short of expectation in any of those areas, that's where you tend to have low self-esteem. So to what degree does expectation and potentially unrealistic or potentially falling short so play a role on the work you put in like if you don't hit that goal or, or the expectation but you, steps. but you know that you've done the yeah. work do the steps you might miss that yeah. if you're attaching to that and you're not acknowledging the steps you're missing all the gold so from yeah. a more practical perspective um, if anyone hasn't 
and or doesn't hasn't heard of lead and lag measures. I think that's a yeah. if, whether you're talking about business or even in your personal life, space, yeah. just anything in life. Let's think about lead and lag measures. So the way it works is, for example, let's say a salesperson, a lead measure might be how many calls they made to clients this week. A lag measure might be they closed twenty thousand yeah. dollars or their goals twenty thousand dollars in sales this week. Um, you can use that for about the gym, you can use it for anything. Everything. So if you're wanting to lose weight, you just, you track the number of workouts or whatever you're doing versus the, you know, what is your weight at the end of the week? And I see a lot of people get challenged in, in all walks of life where they're always focusing on those lag measures. But mm -hmm. um, a real practical way, if you have anything that you're struggling with is to go, all right, what is the lead activity? And if I'm tracking that, and I think a lot of the time our problems are, all we have to measure on for things is the lag. Because because we haven't done the work to set a structure to track anything lead. Yeah, we, so choose, we choose not to become aware. That's the problem. Yeah. So I'm hearing a lot of like you have to wrap your because low self. It, what I'm talking about is how do we flip um, uh, how we feel about ourselves, whether we're worthy and good enough. Uh, on rather on the output, I guess what I'm hearing is you have to feel that the actions and the steps and the micro give you self worth and make you uh, feel valuable. It gives you the opportunity to. You've still got to make the choice, right? There, there is a switch because that's kind of like yeah. How do you make the the that switch? You kind of know deep down if you're not doing the right thing in in business in family. But, but you, you can do the work. You can do the work and everything, right? You can buy your wife flowers every Friday. You can you know take her out for dinners, and and you can still be divorced by the age of whatever. All right, that can still happen. Yeah, because you just put in these little things just yeah. to sort of say, oh, I'm doing this. I'm True. doing this. So it's but there's a, there's, a there's a switch that hasn't been flipped, right? And that switch is giving yourself permission. Right, giving yourself permission to feel the way you need to feel. Now, that is massive. And doing things with the right intent, like the intent of what you do. The intention's important, but, but again, we, we as human beings, and this is a father figure issue, right? We seek permission to be validated and valued, right? Mm. That's an externalization. Mm. Give yourself that permission. It's, I think it's quite easier said than, than done. So what is something- Which is why you use affirmation? Yeah. Which is why you use uh, so self-talk affirmation. I use prayer. I chant. I meditate. I set small little level goals, and I sit back and I, I allow myself to, uh, to to celebrate the small wins. What about if the small wins? And I don't need to be on social media celebrating a win. You know, I can sit in my my, my chair in my office and talk to my fish because that's a great moment for me. Mm. Agreed. Me too. Uh, driving down the road and the wind will come on my face, and I'll be grateful for that celebrate and that's that small, small wins. yeah gratitude man and all those little building blocks blocks build up to my self-love self-esteem uh, that's one way I, I get we take it. everything for granted yeah. seeing the beauty around you all the time sort of being in the moment yeah. that's permission so what because um, there's a couple of things there. Would, could you add anything else or advice to people who have low self-esteem um, as well like to get out of the, the rut of, of low self-esteem now taking action is obviously the obvious one but that, that's not uh, what's more specific you are who you are right now mm. with all the skills to achieve where you want to get to but you have to acknowledge that you are who you are and you have those skills. And have a, understand your habits, like your bad habits, be realistic with, like be brutal, as you said, yeah. with what you're currently doing. Because if, if you're creative enough to indulge in your imagination, all right, 
there's your DNA there, there's your treasure map and it's, it's also be grateful for who you are at this point in time yeah. even if you think it's shit or if you think you're overweight or if you think you're in a bad place if you still uh, work on being grateful for exactly who you are at this very time then it gives you yourself a building block to move forward for the perp- yeah right this moment Neo, whatever the fucking hurdle was are uh, you absolutely fucking grateful because it's an opportunity to learn now if you can't see the opportunity you're not humble enough yeah I think uh, to add on to that I mean obviously like for me going back through the last few months around like realizing that I was tying self-worth and I was very the awareness piece allowed me to snap out of it pretty quick um, after I was like oh I'm a failure and I was like oh no hold on these are lessons showing up for the, to teach me something um, and then kind of accept that this is where it is and then yeah really enable the the learning and then start putting in motion things I'll get out of this I'll learn from this like this was this needed to happen and so I think training yourself in having the awareness which can come through a lot of uh, self-work but um, and having good people around you and um, and wrapping self-esteem around learning and going for the next milestone and if you fail so what it's meant to happen um, yeah that was uh, really interesting I found it uh, really helpful because the big word for me has been discipline this year and uh, Will Smith did put it really well, uh, you know, self-discipline, self-love and self-discipline are wrapped together. Um, and I think if you can really embody self-esteem um, and improve your self-esteem, you have a better life in all areas. So, you know, you are worthy, which is what I've had to tell myself a lot. Worth has been a big one. Um, and I think there's some great tips there. Um, that's it for for this episode um if you're listening on itunes and be sure to leave a, a review for the show tell us what you think uh, we're also on spotify and youtube so make sure to check it out and leave us a comment uh please like subscribe uh, we really appreciate you listening and uh checking in so we'd love to hear uh anyone uh, who's struggling through low self-esteem um anyone who's killing it or crushing it would love to know your your tips and and why and uh catch you next week See ya. Ciao.